you feel that your work is not appreciated or you yourself is not appreciated, know that there is someone out there who's rooting for you, who will keep pushing you and support you to become the best version of yourself. Welcome back to Where the F Am I Heading? Yay! Yay! We did it! How are you, Irene? I'm good. All good. How about you? Great. I'm all good. I'm so excited for this first episode for this show, for this podcast. So for those of you who haven't listened to the teaser, you may want to check that out because that's where we explain what this podcast is all about. That's right. So what's our topic today? Yeah, good question. So our topic for today is debunk positive thinking. Ooh, Ooh, define. (laughs) Yeah, define. So we're going to debunk the common thing for us human beings having positive thinking. Like, it's always good to have positive thinking, everyone says. So is is it good? Is it always the, that way or maybe there are some things that we're missing out or we should really consider yes or maybe we are too positive yes or is there times that mm-hmm. we have to tone down our positivity we don't know exactly so we'll find that out today so for you Irene in your own way how do you see or how do you define positive thinking or positive mindset for me, it's like viewing things so different. When people think like, just in my case, so people think or see something in a very negative way, like uh, going overseas, they would think, ah, oh, you will be alone there. You'll be so lonely, far from your family. But in my case, I see it different. I see it in a positive way. I thought, I'm young. Mm-hmm. I should have this experience before I settle down or... Before I turn 30, I want to do something very different. I want to learn. And in that way, I normally have that thoughts of being just so positive, be happy with little things. Just go with it, you know? Yeah, How about you? Yeah, got it. For me, positive mindset or having a positive mindset is like, it's the first ingredient to succeed. So I'd say positive mindset is a requirement for people to really have or to accomplish something. It's like having a good perspective towards a situation, towards anything that's happening to your life. So having positive mindset, it's like really looking at things with with a smile regardless what yeah regardless if it's a good or a bad situation but taking it and looking at it on a lighter so for me that's positive thinking or positive mindset moving on to i mean in relation to that do you think positive having positive mindset is helpful or if it's not when it is not being helpful yes it does so uh, i just have a, a story about this one based on my own experience so i grew up uh, in, a, in a village where being raised by a single mom is like taboo so you get bullied you get bullied every time and the kids doesn't understand why you don't have a father or if you have a father but he is not your real father and that can actually make you feel bad when I was growing up I feel insecure because I feel sad all the time thinking like why am I different why they have their family and then they don't really get bullied because you know their house or their home is complete and while mine it's broken but when I grow up I see it different I see it that 
I'm glad that I have seen that because when I was there in that village, when I was like a 10 years old, I see my neighbor, the wife and the husband fight all the time and then the plates, the pots are flying and the wife always have this black eye and I thought, okay, this is how I look at it. I'm grateful that I was raised by a single mother. She never starved me. She gave me cloth. Of course, we don't, we're not rich or anything like that, but we're, we're okay, you know? That's enough. And then that's the thing. I don't pity myself that I have experienced that because I was thinking, at least I don't see my mother being beaten every day for no reason, yeah. you know? So for me, that was very, very helpful because... I've really developed this mindset of I should always look at the other, the positive side of things. That's how uh, the positive mindset was, was really helpful. How about you? Before I answer that, there are two things that I heard from what you said, mm-hmm. which is really good. You mentioned that you are grateful. Mm-hmm. So I'd say having a grateful heart mm-hmm. is really included in that having positive mindset. You really have to have a grateful heart, a grateful mind, so that you can see things differently. You you can see the good things happening to you, even if you are in a bad situation. Or don't miss the thing you never had. Yes, that's that's going to my second point, (laughs) which is the most cliched saying, which is, the grass is greener. On the other side. Uh, Yeah, the grass is greener on the other side, which is not always the case. Right, And we can use that saying whenever you're in a bad situation. Think about it that not every time the grass is always greener. But even if it is greener on the other side, but you have just a small patch of your own grass, why not care of that? Make it bigger. Mm-hmm. And who knows, yours yeah. might be or might become more greener than on the other side. Theirs, but yeah, just appreciate exactly. what you have at that point and nurture it. Yeah, and for all you know, that grass on the other side is a fake grass. Right? Oh, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's actually the, so the turn around of it. Yeah, so you, you'll never know, you'll never know. So yeah, having a, a positive mindset on, on bad situations, it's something that, it's a practice, you know, it's, it's really a practice because it's helpful to have a positive mindset, especially when you are doing things or you're about to start something mm-hmm. it's really helpful because it would give you drive it, it motivation push, it will push you yeah it will push you to give your hundred percent to reach that goal to pursue your dream so it's having positive mindset is helpful but at some point it may not as helpful or mm-hmm. it, you may not be at a certain point in your life you may not be receptive of that positive mindset even if you are the one telling that to yourself Mm -hmm. so we will talk about that more as we go along right so that's that's for me so do you think there's a line to draw between positive thinking and toxic positivity um i think there might be uh, just based on of course the this topic is always based on the person point of view right Mm mm-hmm So where to draw the line between positive thinking when you are just too positive without doing something about it. Like Mm -hmm. looking for a job, you think, I will get a job, I will get a job, of course I will get a job. But you're not even printing your CV, you're not even applying for a job. But then you said, now I'm too positive, you know, Um, I'm too optimistic, I will get a job. But if you're not doing something about it, 
what's the positive thinking will do to you? Same thing with luck. Yeah. You say, oh, she's lucky. He's lucky yeah. to get that kind of job, you know. But uh, do we see what they've been through mm-hmm. to get that success, yeah. right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, in my case, luck and positive thinking, they are just things we have in mind to motivate ourselves. But in the end of the day, we have to do something about it. We have to create our own luck we have to create our own success and with the toxic positivity this is like let's say i have a friend let's say you are my friend and then you have this trouble and you want to talk about it but at first of course you just cry and i would say i will come to you and i would say Nah, everything's gonna be all right. You know, these people, this person even have is much struggling than you do. So you should just be okay. You know, it's everything's gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. But that is a terrible. That is a terrible thing to say to you because you don't mm-hmm. really want. You come to me. You, you don't really need that unsolicited advice, right? Yeah. But instead of saying yeah. that, I would say, Hey, I know you're struggling. You have problem. You wanna cry about it? You want to talk about it? You know, I'm here. Let's talk about it. You can cry until you're tired or, or you've done, you know, until you move on. But I will not tell you to do this and do that. I will not compare yeah. you to other yeah. people who is doing or struggling the same. And they overcome it because we have our own exactly. pace of recovering on different things, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to touch on some sensitive topics for sensitive areas. Like, for example, here in the Philippines. Mm. Earlier, you mentioned about you want to get a job, but you're not doing something. Nowadays, because I'm part, I, I know you're part of some groups as well in Facebook. Yep. Um, For freelancers. So there would be someone who would pose an opening. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot in the comment section asking how. But that person has already put all the details. Mm-hmm. So if you are really serious about getting a job, you will not ask how. Mm. You will act upon it, right? Or so, you will even try to read. Of course, that's number one. <laughs> so aside of having a positive mindset, you have to have a positive action towards it, right? Mm. And another thing about you know, drawing the line, having positive thinking and toxic positivity. Here in the Philippines, like for example, if you're at a certain age and you're not yet married or you're married but you cannot have a baby and you are getting depressed or you are feeling the pressure from the people around you and here comes the unsolicited advice that you were saying earlier that Mm -hmm. it's okay, you can do it, I've been there. Mm. You you can find that person or you will have that baby. Just keep trying. Those are the lines that are not really welcome, especially if that person is really trying, right? So, and they are sensitive to that topic. Yes, they are, especially um, for people who are trying to conceive. Apart from the fact that they are having a hard time having a baby, some of them may have health issues as well that others don't know about. They're, they may have friends who are telling them, ah, you will have a baby sooner than later. Brush it off, it will be fine, just keep trying. But I know they're trying to cheer up the friend, but at the same time, they're not really considering maybe that friend needs a moral support, not only for that aspect of conceiving a baby, but also emotional support. So how would you, uh, what would you say to a friend that is having the trouble if you're in that situation, that a friend is coming to you and telling you, you know, we're struggling, you can't really have a baby. What, what are you going to say? First, I would ask, what are the things that they've already tried? 
like for example have they tried look talking to a, a, an expert or a physician because that's something that they have to consider second mm-hmm. is before going there of course i would need to ask how my friend feels and um how long she's been feeling down you know because mm-hmm. really it, that's important really making that person feel that she is hurt and how's the husband dealing with the situation because most often than not it's just the wife handling it by herself there's no support from husband so it's important to ask as well if the husband is also feeling the same yeah. same weight regarding of that situation if not how are they dealing that at home right because there's a lot of things that can affect the woman the wife right there's a lot of mental challenges emotional if like for example myself i i'm not married i don't have a child so i really don't know exactly how it would feel so i'm not gonna say i know how you feel or like mm. that no but of course if i not. know someone else who's going through that same situation i can tell that person maybe you would like to would you like me to connect you to her Mm-hmm. somehow at least you're in that journey together you would know how really it feels at least there's a connection but at the same time i would still keep in touch with my friend because there's nothing you can do except support that person and just listen you really don't know yeah you don't know what the person is going through and how much weight she's carrying just because she cannot conceive a baby or maybe right. she just wants a friend to listen to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk to so her. that's really important. Not to understand really her, important. but just to vent out or just get it out of her system. Or just sit next to her. Yeah. Because sometimes it's really important to feel someone is there for you, mm-hmm. especially in this situation. So there. And look at it. We're just, I think, third question in yeah. our guide. And we had her already. <laughs> In this deep conversation yeah. topic. <laughs> Anyhow, let's move forward. So, um, what's your thought about second guessing yourself and your ability? Have you experienced that? <laughs> yes, in my case, um, this is really very. I call this a self doubt, right? I always doubt myself. Mm-hmm. I feel insecure. Yeah. I might be, you know, a happy-go-lucky, optimistic person, but it, I will not. I, I would be. I, I'd be lying if I tell you I'm positive all the time, because that's not the mm-hmm. case. There are times that I feel like, am I enough? Uh, like, um, my skills are enough. Am I doing the right uh-huh. thing? Because in my case, I did not finish college, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, in Philippines, people will still judge you in a way that they might not meant to but it can just happen it can happen so in in this case i feel i always feel like i am a con because you know why do i know this kind of thing i did not go to school and learn Mm this you know Mm -hmm. Uh, meeting with other people like i got this job or that i'm able to travel i feel like am i a con i'm just saying this word and then suddenly they would tell me okay you're hired you know that's i only Mm -hmm. said one word and then that got me hired that's I feel like, am I really a con? Or But then I realize, you know, big people, Gary V says that all the time, mm-hmm. that he doubts himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He feels like a con. These big yeah. people, yeah. big artists, because I think mm-hmm. it's very normal for, uh, for a person to think like th- th- they're not enough. Their abilities are not enough. But in reality, yeah. it is. 
Sometimes it's even more than that. So mm-hmm. how about you? Yeah. Yeah, I always do. Even up to this point, even up to this stage of my career. Mm-hmm. So I keep hearing from our leaders that yeah, you did a great job. You're amazing. You can do the. You can do everything that a whole team can do. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel like because I'm having this self doubt, I feel like what they are saying. Are just made up. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't deserve those praise, but I can feel their sincerity. I know the issue isn't with me because <laughs> I've been into a situation where I was told that I'm not good, or not really, really told I was good, but I I felt that I wasn't good enough to do that task. So when the time came that I'm getting praises from my leaders, I feel like it's not true. So when those situations arise, I even if I try to positive you you know positive talk myself, I still don't feel the sincerity of my inner voice. That's the thing about second guessing myself. Even if you are already doing a great job, still you feel that you're not doing a great job. And I really think that it's it's important to really have those positive talks with yourself. Because that can help you build the trust and to build that confidence within you. Because mm-hmm. it's really difficult to to get the praise from other people if you are not praising yourself. That's right. So that's that. And I just want to go back to your story. You said that you didn't graduate. Mm-hmm. You don't have a college degree, and yet you were successful and all that. That's why you're second guessing yourself. I read it from the book by Malcolm Caldwell. Mm-hmm. sorry, outliers. He said there that not everyone has equal opportunity. So, and it will not define who would succeed. So, not because you don't have a college degree or you have a higher education will not put you in a good spot in this world. So, it's really up to us where we will be at in our lives based on the choices that we make based on the opportunities that we grab or based on the opportunities that we make for ourselves and there's still a process for us to really learn how to to not self a second guess ourselves right of course it's a work in progress yeah. <laughs> of course and it's a journey it's a journey if we, at one point we feel that we are stuck or we feel that we're not supposed to be in that place, there's always another path to take, to do a detour. Yeah. We're just... Well, I think, you know, in, in this one, Ruth, like like I said, you know, I always, like, I, I there was this point in my life that I want to see a shrink. And I was laughing at myself with this one because I guess I feel uh, me pitying myself or doubting myself became to the point that I'm too insecure you know i was insecure that that other Mm -hmm. people are doing way more better than me and then uh, i i was browsing and you know there's two shrink in my life my friend and my landlady but then i was browsing and the cost of the of the shrink they're very expensive and i thought nah Mm -hmm. i think i can just lift myself up i can be more positive than this i don't need a shrink it's just Mm -hmm. too expensive but in in the the moral of this story is that i no actually i end up talking to a person and this person told me uh, this was my mentor and he told me you know 
I've seen you when you started. I taught you some. And you are actually doing more than others. That They get paid more than you do, but you're doing more and better than them. So you will get to their point, to their where they are, if you start accepting yourself. That mm-hmm. own mm-hmm. it, you know, own that abilities of yours, that skill of yours. Yourself, you own yourself. So yeah, mm-hmm. that, that helps actually. So if, if for a while now, I I've don't really... Um, doubt myself sometimes with some mm-hmm. decisions but <laughs> not not with uh, not with work in the where i am mm-hmm. so yeah right yeah right actually i heard an interview with this person he said an important thing he said that there are some people who are ahead of us who sees our potential and these people that sees the best in us would give that push that we need in order for us to succeed Mm -hmm. so even if you feel that what you're doing is not making sense even if you feel that your work is not appreciated or you yourself is not appreciated, know that there is someone out there who's rooting for you, who will keep pushing you and support you to become the best version of yourself. So just keep going, just keep going. As long as you know that the path that you are taking is the right path, Mm and you are pursuing your dreams so it it may take longer for some maybe shorter but at the end of the day just focus on what you want to achieve exactly how about um do you think that optimism can become a bad thing Mm, maybe you know what they say too much of a, of something is mm-hmm. is not good right yes so right. if you're just too positive but like what i said earlier you're too positive but you're not doing something about it what's the purpose because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, right. later you're like there's an earthquake and you're still happy smiling there's fire and you're still happy smiling then that's not good no you're too optimistic that the fire will just get uh you know the fire will just die by itself that's that's not good it's a bad sign and that it's about time to go to the hospital that means that means something's wrong with you (laughs) so i think that that's a simple (laughs) i don't know about you but for me that's how i see it that's only the bad that's only the limit the bad thing is too much of it is not good actually i agree with you for example let's say about going to work or going Mm -hmm. to school or whatever and you know that you are already like you started late Mm -hmm. um you didn't prepare early so you know that you will be late but you are so positive it's like you're so uh, um optimistic that you will not be late so (laughs) you keep thinking no no i will not be late and at the end you're like an hour late yeah so there's really i mean too much optimism optimism is bad it's there should be a balance Speaking of balance, can you talk about positive thinking versus realistic thinking? Yes, uh, or positive thinking versus positive action. Yeah. I think you need both, you know, you Uh need both. Because now you are so positive, like, I'll be good today. I'll be good today, right? Mm -hmm. I'll be a nice person. But then your action doesn't show on what you're thinking. Or Mm -hmm. same thing with the words, like, you know, I'm good, I'm good. But then... You go out and you steal something. That's two different mm-hmm. things, no? Mm-hmm. That when yeah. you are thinking that, you know, I'm a good person. But then your action is also like good. You're helping others. You are be a good friend. You're a good uh, child. You're a good parent. Something like that. So it, I think these two are supposed to be balanced. Yeah, yeah. 
right that's right and yeah there should also be a balance between the positive thinking and realistic thinking because sometimes for example let's talk about money Mm. you are in debt huge debt Mm -hmm. and you keep saying i can pay this i can pay this but you know that your income is fixed and you're not doing anything to add income right so even if you're really you know talking to yourself positively if you're not realistic about you know doing something Mm -hmm. so it will not make sense there should really be a balance of thinking or being optimistic that you can be debt free and at the same time be realistic where you are at in terms of your finances how can you pay it if you don't have more cash to Mm -hmm. pay for that so yeah that's that anything you want to add no that's that's it so how can you keep a positive mindset when there is a lot of negativity around you? Uh, this one, this is really a, yeah, this is really a good question because it's really common nowadays. So how yes. do you think we can keep that positive mindset? For me, uh, when I was in high school, right? So I moved from our province to Manila, and just like there, just like what I experienced in my village, kids, they are spoiled, you know, <laughs> they have their parents mm-hmm. take them to school, they have their, their mothers bringing them food, while in my case, I've been studying in that school for three years, and my mom or any of my family doesn't know where the school is, so I was mm-hmm. thinking about it just now, I thought, so it means I could tell them I went to school, but I did not go to school? <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, because they didn't know the location of the school. They don't. They know the the name of the school, but they'd never been there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and in that school, it's a bit tough because uh, kids are being rebellious, especially you know at age of fifteen, teenagers. You know, mm-hmm. they are smoking. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're just complaining about their parents that uh, the parents are going to visit them. Blah blah blah. They're rebellious because at at home the parents doesn't want them to do this, do that. The parents doesn't want them to do drugs mm-hmm. and then one day there was this student so i was like you know the, the thing you call a loner in school i felt like mm-hmm. I've ne- i never belong i think yeah, yeah. I, I i felt that all the time i felt like i'm, I'm different mm-hmm. in yeah. a in a way that um, i could not even understand so one day this kid come and talk to me and said hey irene why you don't rebel? I thought, why? Why would I rebel? And she said, yeah, but, you know, we know your story. Uh, your dad doesn't want you. You know, you, you move from one house to another. And I said, um, I don't understand the question. And she was like, why you don't mm-hmm. understand? It's simple, rebel, you know, just don't listen to adults. And and I thought, well, if I do that, if I rebel, who will suffer? Because mm-hmm. this is my life. This is my body, right? This is my life. What should I do? Should I start drinking? Should I start smoking? Should I take drugs? Um, it doesn't work like that. And I said, okay, if I rebel, I'll be the one who will suffer, right? It's my future mm-hmm. that is at stake here. If I rebel, would my father feel? Well, he doesn't even know me. <laughs> Right? It's mm-hmm. not in my life. If I rebel, mm-hmm. would this family of mine treating me bad, are they going to suffer? Of course not. Mm-hmm. So at that yeah. age, you know, at age of 15, I already know. There are things that you just have to be positive. You just have yeah. to look at it in a different way. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, you right. don't complain on things you can't mm-hmm. control. Instead, do something about it. Make sure that uh-huh. situation will not happen to another, another people. Like one day when I have a kid, I will not let that kid experience what I've been through because I know it was tough. But yeah. at that moment, I was in the situation that I don't have a control with, you know? Yes. I can't mm-hmm. control that. I was born in that 
life but doesn't mm, mean i will just let it, myself yeah. into that and stuck and be stuck with it, right mm-hmm. right so that that's i think that's how i did it like uh, i did not let them affect me influence me in a way yeah. that is just too negative because i believe that at that young age kids are very sensitive teenagers are very very sensitive right they're just copy whatever yeah. they see mm, they yeah. think it's cool it's cool to just be like that how yeah. about you for me i would say it's somehow re- relevant to to your experience but for me i would say in order for me to stay positive in the means of negativity is to set boundaries mm-hmm. and really mean it so that setting boundaries and guard your heart or guard your peace Because mm-hmm. that's really important. You cannot swim in a puddle of negativity if you don't know your boundaries. Mm-hmm. You would end up, you know, being swallowed by the negativity if you don't have boundaries. That's my point. Really knowing up to what extent you will accept in mm-hmm. that negativity, when to walk away, when to stand up from the table if that table is no longer serving you mm-hmm. really knowing what are you willing to accept and what are the things that you are not willing to accept or when uh, is the time yeah when is the time to decide to walk away mm-hmm. or when decide to stay it's up to you but just know that if it doesn't work for you anymore what's the point of staying exactly right you will yeah you will just suffer because of the negativity around you a oh, big example of this as well is that be having a group of friends that doesn't mm-hmm. really i mean you don't need much from a friend as long as you know if they're too negative now they're on, the only thing they do is complain eventually mm-hmm. you as a person who have a positive mindset will end up being like them you know mm-hmm. oh there's rain ah, let me complain oh there's a stain in my shirt let me complain oh there's somebody crossed in the in the pedestrian and then it's green light but i just want to complain about it and mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. think in in to get out of that it's it's very uh not the word not revolting but it's very It's a good thing to really it's about mm-hmm. time to get out of mm-hmm. that situation just stay away from negative people as much as possible or if you can mm-hmm. of course it's not easy but eventually once you get out of that situation your life will become more better you don't have yeah. to tolerate those negative people even if they are yeah. your family mm-hmm. if they don't mm-hmm. even contribute to your um life anymore in a way that if they don't give you peace of mind anymore i mean that's the only thing you can get from them or you're asking from them is to at least give you peace of mind but if they can't well you control and that way i mean the way you control that is to get out of there yeah so and it's like you have the power to choose the influence that you will keep Mm -hmm. in your life Mm -hmm. so might as well choose wisely Right. So, and I remember the reason why I, I'm smirking here because I remember when you talk about friends and when are you, you know, <laughs> I think I remember to get this out and as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, actually an inside joke because when we first met, I can't remember what you said, but my response was like, I just want to change a certain uh, new set no, of friends. I, I, yeah, I, I just want to find new set of friends, change the circle of friends and all that. So when Irene 
had a chance to meet my friends, like really close friends. And Irene shared this story. These friends of mine who are really close to me, they're telling me, are you referring to us? Do you want to change? I mean, do you want us to get out of your lives? Like, no, I'm not talking about you. I just have some few people around me that I want to, to get rid of, you know, to stop being with them. That's why I wanted to meet new people so that I could learn. Because if you're the person, our CEO in the company that I'm working with mm -hmm. right now, he said, if you are the smartest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. Exactly. So if you are no longer growing in that group of people, it's okay. It's okay to leave mm -hmm. and meet a different set of people so you can continue to grow. It doesn't mean that you have to fight with them or to... Cut to, ties. Yeah, or, or badmouth them. It's yeah. not like that. It's just that... You are moving on. You are growing apart. So, and that's fine. That's fine. So, let's move on to the next one, which is what is the right mindset in turning around bad or challenging situations? Mm, the, the bad or challenging situation for me. Most mm -hmm. of this challenging mm -hmm. situation was when I was a kid. Of course, when I turned 19 or 20, things, it's not, I think it's not boosting it, but I'm just saying that when I was 20 or 19, I already started. To control my environment to my I learned mm -hmm. to control my environment I learned to stay away from negative people mm -hmm. family I, I cut ties to them if I really have to um, one example is uh, one of my uncle tried to kill me but I will mm -hmm. not talk about that so much but that was the last bad mm. thing that happened and after that I cut ties with him and other relatives that wanted to do the same thing but then when I was a kid when I was 11 years old so my mom uh, when I was 10 my mom took me to Manila to live with my auntie mm -hmm. because uh, before that I lived with my stepfather and my mom but in a way that his maybe my mom was just very proactive which is really good maybe she's thinking you know she's an adult in that Mm -hmm. I mean, she's much older than me, so she might know something I did not know. Of course, I get angry when we have to leave the house because yeah. I don't understand the situation. But maybe she sees something that I don't know or I don't understand. So I was, I, I'm very mm -hmm. thankful for that decision she made. Mm -hmm. And so my mom sent me to my auntie. I lived with my auntie for a year, no, two years. And then after that, she sent me back to my grandma and the province and oh life was tough i tell you mm -hmm. life was tough um there was a time i was eating rice um with nothing in it i mean you don't even have salt i mean uh, unbelievable mm -hmm. i mean you can't even afford salt how can you eat yeah. rice just rice you know rice and water and uh, mm -hmm. i was crying there at the corner i, I still remember that you know little child had yeah. to go through that yeah. And, and then you have to work in the field. Uh, even yeah. though you go to school, you still have to work in the field. You have to... You go to school from 7 a.m. So you leave home at 5 a.m. And to walk to school, it will take you two hours. Small legs. I mean, I'm skinny and short legs, you know. It, it mm -hmm. takes time to get to four kilometers. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. That's one way, by the way. So you have to walk back in the evening, in the afternoon at 5 p.m. And you arrive home at 7 p.m. And then when you get home, you still have to find wood to have fire to cook your food. But 
while you're looking for the wood, you have to find vegetables. We are vegetarian, not by <laughs> choice. Choice. <laughs> but it's just that the situation. We can't yeah. uh, afford any meat. Like I told you, we barely afford salt. The only mm -hmm. time you can afford meat is then if one of your neighbor's cattle die. <laughs> accident, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Then yeah. you can borrow some kilos of, of meat or when yeah. one of your uncle steal a chicken from a neighbor and tell you it's a wild chicken and you believe it because you're just 13 years old from manila you know nothing about mm -hmm. it um, mm -hmm. and i did believe him and now i realize it's just he stole it for that person yeah. that we stole the chicken i promise you yeah. I'll, i'll pay for it if, if i see you but your life is so much better now now than ours so I think you forgive us. Mm -hmm. You don't even know we did it. It's okay. <laughs> um, and then you have to work. You have to... I remember carrying... Um, so my weight, I think, by that time, because I told you I was skinny and, and small girl. I think my weight by that time was just 35 kilos. And mm. I was like 14 years old or 13 years old. And I have to carry a 30 kilos of lemongrass. You have to wow. walk for Almost two kilometers. Double. Yeah, That's shorter Almost than going to school. <laughs> two kilometers yeah. on a rough road. I call it rough road, but in reality... It was like a, a paddy, you know, rice paddy. That's uh, what it yeah. looks like, what it feels like as well when it's rainy season. And you sell mm -hmm. lemongrass in rainy season. And the mm -hmm. entrepreneurs that you sell the lemongrass to, they also take advantage for the villagers like us. So I walk, mm -hmm. I can't even put the, the lemongrass down and rest because nobody will help me to put it back on my head. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how I carry it. With, with, you put it on top of your head. And... I have to deal with that until I get to the shop. But when you get to the shop, the entrepreneurs would say, or the buyer would say, hey, that's only two pesos per kilo. That's what? Less wow. than one cent. I don't know if there's wow. a term more than less than one cent, right? And, and then two kilos. And you carry 30 kilos, uh, two pesos, and then you carry 30 kilos, and then you only get 60 pesos. And I get nothing wow. out of this. Because I have to buy... Of course, I'm happy. We have salt. <laughs> and we got salt and then what's important aside from salt is actually the crude oil you know to use as a lamp that when mm -hmm. you when you study you know the teacher knows that you study if your eyebrows are gone if your eyebrows are still there in the morning of the exam it means you did not study do you, do you get it because the, the lamp will actually burn it's, it's hard to see So you get, have to get closer to the lamp and then the, the lamp will burn your eyebrows and eyelashes. Yeah. And that's why mm -hmm. they have a term, uh, sunukilai. It means burning yeah. the yeah. Yeah. eyebrows. And I really have that experience. And I know, I, now I find it funny. I find it as a challenge, you know, that's why I'm talking about this situation. Because mm -hmm. a lot of you that grow up in a village might relate to this one. And, you know... You notice, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I see it as a challenge. You know, mm -hmm. I say, yeah. I, I, as of now, when I left that, that um, village, you know, the only thing I had in mind is that I will not go back there doing the same thing. So 
that situation became my motivation on doing better. You see, because that was tough. That was really tough. I only stayed there for a year. Imagine those people that live there, right? Yeah. I only stayed for a year, but I learned a lot. I learned so much. I learned so much from that experience Mm -hmm. that I don't want a person to experience that. But, you know, like what I said, we can't control. Some people are born into that. But like in my case, I wasn't born into it. I was forced to go through it. Um, But that experience helped me to become who I am today. Because from that experience, I'm so grateful for all the things. You know, I'm I'm grateful that I have a roof over my head. I have food, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. I don't have to travel that far by feet and carrying that much weight. And Mm -hmm. until now, I still look at that day. But now I see it different. Now I see it. It was, okay, that was a good lesson. Because if I did not experience that, I will be a very ungrateful person. Because it means Mm -hmm. I don't even know what hardship is. That is why now, Mm -hmm. when I have a choice to work on something using strength or using my hands, I'll be happy, you know? I'm happy. You ask me to, what, to blow some garden? I'll do that. Why? Because I have that Mm -hmm. experience. And I think people back there are very hardworking. So, yeah. That's a long yes. story, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but actually, that's even if I already know your story, still, mm-hmm. I, I, I still find it inspiring because that taught, taught you how to be grateful. Have mm-hmm. to have taught you to have a grateful heart and really appreciate even the smallest thing. Actually, I remember while you were um sharing your story, I have this friend. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we had this conversation as well, and she shared with me that when she's young their their life is really challenging as well they are not well mm-hmm. um but she's she's um she's studious she's really good at school mm-hmm. and so she used their situation as a motivation and there's this i think they are her cousin i can remember they are when they were young they are the ones who are well off Mm-hmm. They ha- they can buy the things that they want. They can get the clothes that they want, the kind of toys they want. And then as they grow together, like because mm-hmm. they're of the same age. So my friend, she really studied hard. She she was so hardworking when she got her first job. And while the cousins, since they they felt the privilege early on, mm-hmm. they really didn't value hard work. So. Now, fast forward to present, my friend has already able to provide for her family mm-hmm. and while the cousins, it's like they miss their opportunity because right now they're really struggling to have a good life. So while we're having this conversation, I told her that there are, I mean, people when faced um, a challenging situation there would be people who would look at it as motivation and would really work hard so they will not be in that situation again and there would be a group of people who would take that situation as so miserable they would really feel bad they would suck in their emotions and will just n- not do anything to or improve at least try hard to improve so it's really about choices. It's really about knowing, acknowledging your situation and it's up to you what you will do about it. That's right. Right. So 
we're actually almost at the end of our conversation. Mm-hmm. But with what we've th- talked so far, what do you think are the benefits of having a positive mindset? For me, it has a lot. So maybe one of it is it keeps me going. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, with the pandemic, um, yeah. I'm here in Spain alone far from my family uh, i used to see them every three months now i've i mm-hmm. haven't seen them for a year uh, it's it's slowly getting a toll you know it's yeah uh, some of the days i feel like sad i want i just want to you know move mountains just to go back home because for me family matters you know you know it ruth how yeah. much i talk about yeah. my mom my sister how much i want them to have a better life right and i just they are my everything so I just want to be there but then (laughs) reality hits and I can't go to the Philippines so I always convince myself I always Mm -hmm. tell myself you know time will come Mm -hmm. I will be able to travel and I it it will not happen now but it will happen and you know the the word delayed gratification right so I always tell myself this is uh, a bigger things a big bigger things will come you know it means uh, Mm -hmm. I'll be allowed to things will be better with this uh, pandemic and I will be able to travel and see my family. And second thing is uh, with work because you can't be neg- too negative person when you are working. Mm-hmm. Your focus yeah. will, will, will go somewhere, you know. You will not be able to focus at all because now you have all these thoughts, the anxiety, uh, yourself, mm-hmm. uh, yourself talking to, you're talking to yourself, you hear your, yourself uh, telling you that... Uh, you can't do that, you can't do this. But then in reality, yeah. you can actually. That is why you, you need mm-hmm. to have positive mindset. And in my case, that's what I convince myself. That, that yeah. uh, I'm good at. I convince myself yeah. about that. And the way I see things is just positive. You know, I always laugh. I always just, uh, you know, <laughs> with, with the way we talk, yeah. we used to just, with everything, with everything, it's always positive, right? Yeah. Well, unless I'm complaining about something, but normally <laughs> it's, positive yeah right for me i think having a positive mindset gives you that energy to push forward Mm -hmm. in anything that you do so that's actually a good benefit because if if you want to do something and you don't have that positive mindset that something will just stay there it will be stuck in your head so it's really important to have that positive mindset because it's the first step also um wait i lost that thought it's okay (laughs) so i have to say something another thing actually about positive mindset and the benefit of it anyway it's not coming back motivation apart from that or uh um, with that what you said earlier it's more like like this podcast (laughs) we've been thinking mm -hmm. but now we're doing it Mm -hmm, yeah it's really needed to have that positive mindset and it's like a requirement in anything that you do because you would also influence others if you have that positive mindset in a good way of course of course if you do it in the right time at the right time and say the right things <laughs> so it can really help another person and um in general it can make you feel good if you have a positive mindset right right somehow you you can feel that you can do anything you can you can achieve anything if you have that right mindset and it affects so, people around you. They feel exactly the same because it, way. it would yeah, it would radiate in everything that you do, mm-hmm. right? So that's that. That's our 
discussion about positive mindset. That is a long topic, wanna, isn't it? <laughs> it is, it is. But it's a good topic to talk about. And I just want to close on my end about having positive mindset. A few years ago, I wrote this quote, and it may have a different version from a different authors or whatnot. But for me, dreams will remain a dream until you do something to make it real. Just merely having a dream and incorporate that with positive mindset or positive thinking and incorporate the positive action, your dream will become a reality. So having positive mindset is one thing and taking action is another thing. That's right. Well, not not only in another thing, but taking action is everything that's right right so that's that that's our episode our first episode of where the f am i heading so once again this is ruth and this is irene and that's it see you next week bye